Hello and welcome to Tibble Nibble's Lockdown Edition, Steak Part 2, where the conversation continues. Oh. Tibble's Nibbles always makes me so hungry. You've got to have steak. Don't eat rice in pubs. <laughs> yeah, well, as in beef tallow. You had to leave your shoe behind the bar. <laughs> Crackling shouldn't be floppy. Oh, and pies. Only psychopaths eat burgers in Nando's. Tibble's Nibbles. Wow, he loves his food. Um, I've been to three really yeah. nice steak restaurants, mm-hmm. and Hawksmoor is my third favourite. Wow! List. Yeah, I was on a school trip to New York. Lucky me, I know. Uh, school trip to New York. It was my birthday. Yeah, uh, I was walking around New York, and I wanted to steak, and I saw a building that I kind of recognised. Okay, uh, and walked into it. It was Smith and Walensky um, on Manhattan okay. Island. And there's one of those in London, isn't there? There is now. Yeah. It's one of the oldest steakhouses. I mean, they're good. Um, well, obviously, if you're in, talking to them in the same rarefied air as Hawksmoor. I walked in. Yeah, uh, I basically, the waiter told me to leave, essentially. The, okay. the maitre d'. Because um, I wasn't in for this kind of fine dining thing that was happening in that area. And it, and it did look quite pricey. There was very nice, you know, kind of crystal um, glasses. And yeah. Nice elbows. But they did say to me, look, I think you're more interested in the... Um, in the grill house at the back. So I basically walked out the front of the building, literally round the block and into the back of the building. Yes. And absolutely, it was a bit more relaxed. So I walked into there, sat down, table for one. Uh, and they only really did one, they only did one type of steak. In there, right. And that was essentially a sort of a ribeye on the bone. You're right. Uh, and they were all 40 ounce, between 40 and 60 ounces. Okay. What's that in, in proper, do you know? Uh, it must be about a kilo, I think. Right, okay. Uh, bearing in mind, yeah, I think it must be a, it was a, a proper size steak. Yeah. Massive. But aware that there's a bone there too. Yeah. Uh, I went for the Cajun crust, which okay. was lots of kind of seeds and a bit of chili on the outside, which actually I wish I hadn't. Yes. And I went for a side of just cream spinach. I thought, you know, a massive steak and, a, and, a, and some spinach, and that's my birthday treat. Came to about $60, which right. I thought was reasonable. That's pretty reasonable. It was, it was about all I had. You know, I didn't want to be spending hundreds and hundreds. Especially $60 at that time was about, you know, what, like 35, 40 quid. Yeah. Unbelievable steak. And just sat in New York eating a steak just kind of made me feel like, just made me feel really special. One of the New so York the actual, experiences, I guess. The actual quality of the meat might not have been top. Yes. But I have to say that that was better for me as an experience. Yes. Yes. But the one restaurant in this country that I've been to in uh, Clapham Junction, or they like to see Battersea because Battersea is now posher than Clapham. I mean, it's gone full yeah. circle. Is <laughs> uh, that Italian place that I can't remember the name of? Mecellio, maybe. Maybe that's okay. how you say it. Well, I'll, I'll find it and, and we'll it's put an, a link in the, in the about, show notes. There's about three in London. Um, okay. It's an Italian steakhouse. It prides itself on its aged meat. Right. So they are really old. Uh, and I can't. I might be making this up a little bit. I'm filling in the gaps in my knowledge. But I remember we were there, me and a few friends, for a for when they opened, so it was half price. They were saying that in Italy, they're only allowed to age steaks for 60 days. Right. So what they do is that this company, they take their 60-day aged steaks, stick them on a lorry, and then drive them really slowly to um, London. <laughs> Right. So their premium steak, and it's all there in the window. It's all there in their kind of they've, they've combined the sort of window with their uh, meat fridge. Yeah, and they've got steaks there. They kind of pride themselves on their sort of nine and ten week old steaks. Okay, which obviously is pretty old, and they are going a little bit dark around the edges. Mm-hmm. Not too cheesy. 
No, not too cheesy. I mean, they, they well, we had a sort of a table of four, and we ordered a couple of big steaks to kind of share between us. Yes. You know, one of which was a T-bone, because, of course, you got the benefit of the sirloin on the one side and the fillet on the other. Yes. So I think we had a massive T-bone and a massive ribeye. That mm-hmm. way you've got the three steaks, haven't you? Perfect. The uh, the holy trinity. Yeah. And they were they were incredible. And what they do do is that they they bring the steak. You, so you, are, you, you order... Yeah, I have this. They say, well, we've got one that's this size. Is that okay? Because again, it's a place that you order per hundred grams. Yes. They will bring you the steak to the table and show you the steak. Yes. They did drop one of them on the floor, <laughs> and then that went straight under the tap. I'm sure. Well, yeah, and we um, we uh, we argued a discount, but that's a, that's a story for another oh, time. God. Uh, and you're right, they are really dark around the outside, but they taste really nice. Um, I wouldn't want to go blue on those because yes. they're so old, but medium rare especially near the bone, absolutely superb. But the thing that makes that restaurant special is actually weirdly not the steak. Because right. I'd, I'd say the steak is so good, it's as good as Hawksmoor. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not better. The steak is brilliant. What's better for me about this restaurant is they do a steak tartare starter. They do the Italian cured meats. Yeah. So, so their, their actual range of food is a little bit more to my liking than your standard American style steakhouse. It's yeah. very much Italian. They have a burrata. They, 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 they have a delivery um, twice a week from Puglia for the, for the burrata yeah. cheese. You know, the, it's like a mozzarella, but you cut it open and all the milk kind mm. of comes out. It, just, just superb. They do a, a steak tartare platter right for starters which has three different types of steak tartare oh, interesting which steak tartare is a i'm a big fan big yeah. fan of it um like slightly different cuts so you got slightly different textures slightly different things and me and a couple of friends agreed that that was probably the best thing on the menu mm. and one of the best things i've ever eaten wow stop. that's a that's a that's a yeah that's a great and so great um, that is why i put that restaurant above Hawksmoor. yeah oh, interesting so, other places that I've been that I quite like. In fact, somewhere that I think we might have been to. Hmm. Did you come to Zelman Meats? Uh, maybe. Keep talking. I'll so, remember. that was a place where they basically were doing like a special offer on a Wednesday. Hmm. That restaurant closed. I think it was in the wrong location. It in Soho? No, it was out near the other side of Hoburn, just sort of south of Chancery Lane Station. I don't think I went. Don't no, think I maybe, went. maybe it was Jules. Um, I, went, I definitely went there with Jules and a few other people. Um, that was a really good steakhouse. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Other places I've been to that I really like, Goodman's is, is excellent. I don't know that. That's, that's sort of in a similar vein to, to Hawksmoor. I, mm. I've only been once, and it's and I don't remember that much about it, which probably maybe tells you I don't quite like it as much as Hawksmoor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The other one, from a, from a value, one thing I do miss, actually, was Hawksmoor had a, had a, a sort of a sister chain of, of more sort of accessible restaurants called Foxlow. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mention them in the, in the chicken episode, and I probably should have done, because it's one of the best fried chicken sandwiches I've ever had. Okay was 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 there but also their steaks were very good and and, and more reasonably priced and sort of a more accessible sort of approach as well you know mm. it i feel like i should dress up when i go to Hawksmoor. <laughs> um but foxlow is is very much more a sort of a casual dining type of experience the other place that i think we need to go to actually on two occasions is is um blacklock Blacklock. Now I've heard you talk about Blacklock before. So Blacklock is very interesting. A because they do. Have we done Sunday roast yet? You have to remind me. I don't think we yeah. have. No, we haven't. We'll come up to it on Sunday roast. So I won't talk about their Sunday roast because I don't want to do a spoiler for the for that episode. But basically, what they do is, and I don't know whether it's still the same price because it's been a little while since I've been, probably six or nine months. Is they do basically a twenty pound all in, hmm. and essentially what you get is you get a mousse bouche starters, mm-hmm. so like three little starters. You get, um, and then you get, I think it's usually six thin steaks. Hmm. 
pork, beef, and lamb. Nice. Um, and then some sides and the dessert. And I, oh, I think the dessert might be extra, but it's usually worth it. Mm. It's fantastic. And for the money, it's, it's spectacularly cheap and really great value. Were you there that time we went to Flatiron on their special deal? It was like 10 quid for a steak. Yes, and you've so still had... got my little cleaver. So we had two. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the challenge with Flatiron. As much as I like it, those steaks are, not, I mean, they're a tenner. I don't know where they've gone up now. They're probably 12.50 or so. I think they might be 12.50 now. Anyway, you, you need a double portion. Yeah. Double. But even at 20 quid, it's still a good, it's mm. still a good value. Mm-hmm. Flatiron is very nice. I'm trying to think of other steak places that I've been. What about, the, I'll tell you something I've never done, is those sort of um, Brazilian restaurants where yes. you have like just loads of meat. I mean, it, I don't know why I haven't been, because it sounds like it's right up my street. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, I think there's a bit of a problem that I find with that is that they don't come around with the good cuts quite as often as they do with the cheap cuts. <laughs> I've noti- I have noticed that. So you'll generally get one part of the sirloin. Mm. Um, and you'll get a lot of other things that are, that are definitely way cheaper. I quite like the other things, though, as well. But yeah, go on. Yeah, um, and then, the I mean, chicken hearts... Mm. They do a lot of chicken hearts. Um, the other, the, I think, the challenge for me is that I'm never quite convinced with the quality. Mm. Though I have to say, a little bit far to go. But in Playa del Carmen, in 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 Yucatan, in in, in Mexico, mm-hmm. um, there's a restaurant called Bovino. that is a Brazilian barbecue place, and that is absolutely spectacular. Not cheap, mm-hmm. you know. Even you know, particularly for Mexico, right? Um, you know, when you can get you know four tacos for a quid, yeah. Um, to go somewhere like that and spend sixty quid on dinner is mm-hmm. is, is mm-hmm. or sixty bucks on dinner. I think it is is a significant jump. But that from Brazilian barbecue is good. I've been to a lot of Brazilian barbecue places in London. I've never been. Um, Rodizio Preto is the one is the normal sort of weapon of choice place on mm-hmm. on Shaftesbury Avenue. Um, I've eaten enough there that I physically made myself sick. <laughs> but it had the advantage that I could just go back and eat some more. Yeah, not my proudest <laughs> evening, but also not my most shameful. Which probably tells more about the listener, more about me than than they already know. I did a steak challenge once back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, what it was the challenge. It was to eat a thirty-six ounce steak. Yeah, with all the sides. Um, that's what three pounds. Well, I don't know, but it's basically four of your normal steaks. Okay. So, and that's how it was. It wasn't a big. It wasn't a big steak, yeah. which I was slightly disappointed about. It was mm-hmm. four normal sized steaks yeah, yeah. with four sets of fries and four sets oh of gosh. veg. So the steaks were on one plate. And then there was another pile of just all the sides. Yeah, I it was in Exeter. Yeah, great restaurant, Harpoon Lewis. But uh, yeah, usually a fish restaurant. But they had the steaks and this special offer. I won a T-shirt. Nice. Yeah, I, I I completed the challenge, but I felt really ill afterwards. Yeah, really ill. And what's your strategy? Because I've seen quite a lot. I, I must confess, I'm I didn't have a strategy. I was about I was about eight pints in before I even started the challenge. <laughs> No, I just, funny. I just went. What's this? It's like, well, it was uh, back in the day. This would be like two thousand, yeah, maybe even ninety nine. You know, it was, it was a twenty five quid challenge. So it was only about six or seven pounds more than the normal steak. Yes. So it's like, well, sod it, I'm doing that. <laughs> and it was a bit of theatre. I was out yeah. with a theatre company that I was working for at the time. I was only about twenty, twenty one. Um, it's like, yeah, let's do it. So I had no strategy. I just, I think I ate the steaks first because they were the best bit. Yeah, yeah. And then just you didn't plowed, want to waste it. Plowed through this weird plate of um, yeah, stuff. Which, to be fair, is probably the best strategy anyway. Is to eat all chips the protein and veg. first. Yeah, chips and veg. Yeah, I had to say, I, I, um, I find that the the Adam Richmond show, Man versus Food, Man versus Food. I actually am at the stage now. I still watch them, and they were an absolute literal lifesaver when I was uh, in hospital. Spent a lot of time in hospital, and I watched those a lot. I have to say, I tend to eat. I tend to skip the quantity eating challenges but i definitely watch the hot wings 
eating challenges because they just make me laugh. Watching a man sweat is always uh, is always good. Um, <laughs> Tell me more about watching men sweat. <laughs> it's pretty much just Adam Richmond, really. Mm. Um, he does it for you, does he? Yeah, pretty much. But the um, I like Leah Shutkeeva better. Well, I mean, yeah, but your yeah. taste is your taste. I wouldn't say no at the end of the day. So yeah, I'm trying to think of of other good state places. I mean, this is the, the only problem I do find is that having been to these really nice places, I tend not to order steak when I'm out in in sort of more average places. Particularly, I think, though not necessarily because of Hawksmoor, but I think probably more because I know how to cook steak at home. Well, this is what I was saying a minute ago, is that the problem, the reason why I've, I haven't been to Hawksmoor much, or even that yeah. place I was talking about in, in Clapham Junction, is that, you know, I know I'm going to be spending, especially with a bottle of wine, 200 quid. Yeah. That 200 quid could buy me a month's worth of curries from my local curry house. Yes. Plus a couple of steaks to cook once a mm. week when I'm at home. Yeah. And I, for me, and I know, I know people earn different amounts of money and have different price points and also, you know, um, have different amounts that they're willing to spend on certain yes. elements. Um, but for me, yeah, I struggle to spend 200 quid in a restaurant. Yeah. I mean, I'm, 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 I mean, I'm obviously in a different place to you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, both in terms of, of life stage but also in terms of what's life stage? Life mean? stage, as in you know, I, I'm not married. I don't have kids. Right. Yes. You know, okay. I have no real so responsibilities. Just say we're, the, we're the same age. No, we are. <laughs> we are the same age. We're just we're just different in terms of uh, like, yeah. In terms of yeah, life stage. Sorry, I picked this up from my from too much time working in FMCG. Yes, I've got kids or yes. a kid. Yeah, you got a kid. Yes. You know, so I I I I'm probably less hesitant than you to drop big money on restaurants and i and i have done hmm. but i have to say i i but even for me Hawksmoor is a is not a place i would go to eat alone there are lots of restaurants i'm i'm very happy to eat going out and eat by myself and i have no problem doing that i do that quite a lot you know for the podcast i go out and order you hmm. know go out mm-hmm. and eat by myself Hawksmoor is is really strikes me as a, as a more convivial place yes and i think isn't that going back to the fact that it's nicer to share a big steak than yes. it is to eat one on your own yeah very yeah, much I think so yeah so those are the steaks. Those are sort of the best steak places that I've been to. The other places that you thought of? Let's go back to the Bernie Inn. Yeah, what's your favourite sauce on the steak? Oh, now it's Bernays. You're, you're shaking your head. You don't know what Bernays is. Well, I know. I know what Bernays is. It's you just, just don't like it. No, I mean it's peppercorn sauce, isn't it? All the way. No, I see. I've come to the realization over over the course of many, many, many years, and I was yeah. thinking about this too much. a few days ago. Yeah, I don't particularly like black pepper. Okay. And I remember my dad loves black pepper. And so, of course, hmm. you know, you want to be like your dad when you're, when you're younger, <laughs> you know, when you're a kid. So, of course, as soon as I became old enough to be able to put pepper on things, I put pepper on everything because that's what my dad did. And then I stopped for a while, basically, because I moved out of home. And then I kind of, I forget about these things and I just stopped putting pepper on things. Oh, I, yeah. And, well. then, and then I started putting, then I started, you know, looking at YouTube about how to cook steaks. I'm like, oh, you put loads of pe- pepper on it and you put, do this hmm. and you do that. And then I, I sort of, Got them off, and I realised, oh god, I don't really like this. I don't like pepper, so I still put a little bit on just for a bit of flavour. But I don't do the whole thing where I almost used to crust it. If you look at a lot of recipes, you, it's almost like you crust your briskets when you cook them. Yeah, I do, but they but they they they're cooked long enough that it's sort of almost the pepper goes into the background. Okay, but I don't like that sort of. I disagree with you, but we'll yeah, have I know. But that's, time. but that's part of the uh, that's part of the joy of, of eating is that we all like different things so no, yeah no, I, I, sauce no, is not for me I, I mean that i disagree with the fact that your brisket tastes a lot of pepper to me oh okay interesting i don't i don't mm. taste it maybe it's matured pepper because it's been in the smoker for 18 hours or whatever but i think maybe it's that fresh pepper taste i don't particularly like i, I mean i like a 
I like a peppercorn sauce. I like making it. I like the I like the cream. I like the brandy. Yeah. I like the fact you know make it in the pan and then bung a load of peppercorns in. I, I quite like it. See, I like I'd it. rather have that with mushrooms rather than peppercorns. Yeah. With my steak because I like I like mushrooms with my steak as well. Yeah. Well. Isn't that what goes on a steak? You're like half a tomato, mushroom, well, onion ring. I mean, I was just, I was just going back to the, yeah. going back to the Bernie Inn. You know, that's mm. basically what you got. Do you know what the other thing is? And I, I hate, you know, I hate spoons. You do, and those kind of equivalents. I'm sure you're not that far behind me. I'm probably ahead of you on this. But actually, when it comes to being on a low carb diet, being able to nip into a kind of hungry horse or a young yes, and being able to like grab their mixed grill or you know, mm-hmm. their steak deal. The the hungry horse in Kingston. They do a, 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 a mega steak. It's 20-ounce yeah. rump steak, uh, which you can then have with a side salad for about like 10 quid, mm-hmm. 11 quid. It's not, it's not quality meat. Yes. But it's meat that fills a hole. Yes. And is the same price as a Five Guys burger. Mm. So sometimes it's quite nice to sit down and have a, have a steak. Yeah. You know, like I said, not good quality. But, you know, they managed to knock them out medium rare. Mm-hmm. They have a bit of French mustard, salad Tom's on the done. side, yeah. done. Yeah, because you are. Because I mean, if we talk about if we talk about sauces, then mm. what other sauces are there, and what do you go? I'm not having that. Well, I've never had any other sauce with a steak other than a peppercorn sauce. Because I've, 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 I've tried other people's sauces. I don't like them. Okay, just put a bit of mayo on the side, mate. <laughs> you monster! Well, <laughs> catch up on it. To be ber- fair, I'm, is, I'm going to make I'm going to make a, 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 a confession that I do quite like ketchup with my with my steak sometimes. I see. I've always been a brown sauce man. Okay. So, which is basically for for our American listener, brown sauce here is is like a thickened version of A one steak sauce, essentially. It's better, and it has the Houses of Parliament on it. It does. Very British, um, even though it's now made in the Netherlands. I mean, it's the same idea, though. It's it's uh, you know it's the kind of it, the gastrique. It's the it's the vinegar and the sugar. Yes. Combined in equal quantities, but rather than just being tomatoes, it's sort of dates and you know pepper and things like that, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's a little bit more um, it's spicier for sure. Yes. Yeah, I've always been a brown sauce person. I don't like the sweetness of tomato sauce yeah. with the steak, but yeah, if I can't get a bit of French mustard, then a bit of brown sauce will do. Yes. But yeah, no, peppercorn sauce, mate, all the way. <laughs> yeah, I think this is one one thing that we're going to fundamentally differ on because peppercorn like sauce is not, is not for me. I mean, what other sauces generally can you get? So, I mean, you can have it with gravy or some I mean, kind of you can have it with gravy. Yeah, I mean, one can have it. Okay, then let's be let's be grammatically correct. <laughs> one can have it with gravy or, or jus or or whatever it is that you want to call it. But you're not shy of your love of gravy. So that's why I said you can have it with gravy. Yeah, no, I can definitely have it with gravy. I do like I do like gravy. See, if it's so one of the things I'm talking about, steak and gravy. Yeah, my nan used to make braised steak. Yes, which was brisket in water cooked in the oven and then of course you know you then can make the gravy from the from yes the, from the, the leavings basically that's yeah. beautiful mm. i used to love that yeah very nice bit of braising steak what do you get in your bernie in then you get you get a mushroom sauce you get a white wine sauce you get peppercorn sauce red wine sauce and red wine sauce yeah and you did often get bernays i think you could get a bernays yeah bernays and what's the difference between a bernays and a hollandaise bernays is hollandaise with added tarragon that's it i know it's not far off no it's very close it's yes. Essentially, one of the mother sauces. Just must. It's just mayonnaise, isn't it? Well, not quite. It's, it's cooked mayonnaise. Cooked mayonnaise. It's cooked. It's cooked mayonnaise with herbs. I love that. And um, garlic. I love that steak. You know what I fancy with that steak? A little bit of cooked mayonnaise with some green stuff out of the garden on it. To be fair, yeah. I probably would eat steak and mayonnaise, <laughs> but I'm that kind of monster. I don't think there's anything wrong with steak and mayonnaise. I bet that would be. A, I bet that make a good sandwich. I definitely put mayonnaise on a steak sandwich. <laughs> Ketchup and mayo. Should we wrap it up before we end up having a massive fight about steak sauces? <laughs> I think that'd be good. Well, no, maybe. Do we need to talk about veggies that go with steak? 
the spinach. We've spinach, that. that's Again. it. That's all we need. <laughs> I mean, I eat a bit of broccoli, but that's only because um, it doesn't disappear like spinach does. Yeah. You, I mean, you can have anything with steak. That's the great thing, that's the great thing about it if you cook mm-hmm. it at home. So in a restaurant, like we said earlier, spinach. Yeah. Obviously, it comes with chips, but like I said, I quite like it. If I'm doing it at home, I sometimes like to go old school with half a tomato and a mushroom. Yeah, I like I like doing it with, with, with the tomato. It's a nice grilled tomato. Have a nice uh, prawn cocktail starter. <sighs> now you're talking then, my language. And then a Viennetta for pudding. Oh, you're really pushing it. I don't understand how they could do this. Nice night bees still. It's 1970s, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Viennetta, that was a that was a birthday thing. Isn't it true, and it might not be because I've just said isn't it true, that isn't steak and chips the most ordered meal on death row? That wouldn't surprise me. I think it is. Well, I mean, the Americans eat a lot of steak, eat mm. a lot of red meat anyway. But but even so, steak's always, like we said earlier, steak's always been seen as the kind of treat luxury yeah. food. Yeah. Yeah. I bet there's a lot of birthday teas that are steak as well. Yeah, I'd have thought so. Yeah, 100%. Mm. So there we have it, listener. Thank you very much for, for making your way all the way to the end of this. Um, as always, you can leave a comment at com, or you can drop me an email, tibblenibbles at gmail.com, uh, or you can drop me a message on my Instagram, tibblenibblesblog. So thank you very much, Stu, for your time no and your problem. opinion. And thank you very much, listener, uh, for your generous time in, in listening to this. And I look forward to catching up with you next time. Bye-bye. Oh. Tibbles Nibbles always makes me so hungry. You've got to have steak. <laughs> Don't eat rice in pubs. <laughs> yeah, well, as in beef tallow. You had to leave your shoe behind the bar. <laughs> Crackling shouldn't be bloppy. Oh, and pies. Only psychopaths eat burgers in Nando's. Tibbles Nibbles. Wow, he loves his food. <laughs>